0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Friday, December 6th, 2019. Today, Trump files for appeal with the Supreme Court in the Mazar's oversight case, the impeachment strategy. Matthew fucking Whitaker is back in the news. Dem senators request an ethics investigation into Barr. Trump ends food stamps for Christmas. Another unqualified conservative judge is confirmed. I'm your host, A.G., and with me today are Jordan Coburn. Hello. And Amanda Reader. Hello. How are you? Good. Yeah, pretty good. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, your What's dog him? slipped and fell.
2: I, he did. He's okay. <laughs> he's okay. Um, Everyone, he's okay. Yeah. yeah, he's okay. Do they so have we, life alert for dogs? <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> poor Moo. Okay, he's my wife here. Yeah, my wife's gonna be mad because like it was not funny. It, uh, oh, animals sorry. being injured is not funny. Sorry. However, <laughs> he was not injured. It, it, it was kind of funny. Was <laughs> Even, he actually injured? N- I don't know. He was not injured at all. Okay. He just came in from the rain and he was doing his like zoomies. You know, as as sometimes dogs do when they come back from their walks and he was just, like running around the house, like losing his shit. And then he was we have towel flooring and it's kinda wet from him shaking his water all over the place and he just like ran into the coffee table oh, just like yeah. full speed. Mm-hmm. I used Poor Moo.
0: I used the term zoomies <laughs> my D&D podcast the other day zoomies is like this inside term that we use yeah Joel and Amanda and I um, she had a pet rabbit named Lulu and every once in a while just you know cats do this middle of the night they just run around and do laps and run all over and jump on the couch she calls it the zoomies yeah yeah and there, there's a guy we do D&D with on our Awful Neutra podcast and he can't sit still and I'm like oh you got the zoomies today that's funny he was <laughs> Clinton he's like what and everybody's laughing like the zoomies
2: <laughs> I get the zoomies you do you well, I, do get the zoomies I do I do it, it makes AG nervous she's like what Puttering around for, it I'm like, <laughs> I just gotta stand up and move.
0: I can't sit still. Yeah, and and then there's the snack hover too. Like, yes. yeah, yes. yeah, it happens a lot. I get nervous when people are up, standing up when I'm sitting down near me. Mm. I'm like, mm-hmm. um, I do that a lot. Sorry. No, no, it's cool. It's That's cool. My I
3: new- prefer to stand. Mm, that's yeah. when you pod
2: uh, dog slash pod animal request. I want videos of your animals doing zoomies. Aww. Oh,
0: dude. Running if you around. have zoomies or zoomie gifs. Yeah, but zoomie? not
2: running into a coffee table. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no, no, hurting.
0: <laughs> no. That happened um, to my mom's cat once. He came full throttle and hit the sliding glass door, I thought it was open. And then slid down the glass door. Oh my God! And at the time, the cat's name was Spider Man. Uh, and that that day, the, the at ca- the time, the cat's name changed to Gary Larson because it just reminded me of something out of a Gary Larson cartoon, and I laughed. I
3: did. That's I, funny. The cat was okay. <laughs> nice. Um, zoomies is uh, what I'm going to start calling my eye floaters. I think. Oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, that's a good word for those. I yeah. got zoomies. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Oh my God. <laughs> uh,
2: it fits a lot of things. It does. Any it
3: darting action, really.
2: Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Zoomies. All right. Now you know.
0: <laughs> now that we've uh, gone through that, <laughs> we do have news. So let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. So, just some quick late breaking uh, news. Just found out Mitch McConnell has told the White House there's no way to avoid an impeachment trial. And Chuck Grassley has warned Trump not to
3: testify in the impeachment trial. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like he so, was gonna but Right. I know we were talking about maybe there was a slight chance he would do it if it's in the Senate where his buddies are, but Yeah, Grassley's like, don't do don't even yeah, do it. That's funny. Well, he'll have no problem abiding by that advice, I'm sure
0: i I kind of hope that because Chuck Grassley is telling him not to do it, it'll like embolden it'll make him want to you know like how you do you just want to mm-hmm. do things just because someone told you you can't you reverse yeah. psychology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, his lawyers told him a million times not to testify f- for Mueller, and he didn't. So, But we'll see what happens. So today's Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi held a press conference uh, in which she announced the House is moving forward with articles of impeachment. So let's talk strategy here. A few opinions out there. First, uh, Congressman Rooney, a GOP Florida guy, said today he, he would you know he was thinking about voting for impeachment, but only if the Democrats get more evidence. There's not enough evidence for him to vote for it. Uh, and the Republicans in the House Judiciary impeachment hearing yesterday said impeachment is OK, just not this fast. You're going too fast. Slow down. You move too fast. And we know. And and on the opposite side of that, we know McConnell wants it to be fast. He wants a fast trial. He wants it in January. Uh, and then today, Trump tweeted, if you're going to impeach me, do it fast. Do it now. Ugh. And we know the judiciary is already drawing up articles of impeachment. But nothing Pelosi said today indicated that they're they're You know, they'll be voted on anytime soon she didn't she didn't say that uh you know other than we you know we're moving forward we have to get this done fast schiff has said there's a sense of urgency rep veronica escobar said today that we are a month away from 2020 and ukraine is urgent because it involves the 2020 election uh, but i don't understand how it, voting on impeachment now helps protect us in 2020 i don't see that i mean i get that it's urgent but like what what do you get out of it so yeah so where do I stand on this? I, I'm still it's okay. I think we need to hang back a second. First of all, I think if Pelosi intended to vote on articles by Christmas, she would have said as much today. Although I could be wrong. Um, considering McConnell uh, wants a fast impeachment, I think the GOP strategy in the hearing to complain about rushing it was purposeful uh, to, to divide Democrats. And I think McConnell spoke to Trump and, and told him you don't want to wait until they have your tax returns. So that and I think that's what prompted Trump to tweet, you know, impeach me now. Um, I I would like to wait until we have the strongest possible case personally for me, Um, not on Ukraine. I think we have a a perfectly strong case on Ukraine. I'm talking about. Tax crap and Mueller stuff. So remember Trump appointed his tax guy before he appointed Barr? He shoved him through the, the confirmation process. It was more important to him than Barr, signaling he was way more worried about what was in his tax returns than what he was about the Mueller findings, especially since we knew Rosenstein prevented Mueller from investigating Trump's finances. Um, and in all the court cases, Dems have argued that finances and the Mueller grand jury materials are being considered in the impeachment inquiry. And the House counsel said Pelosi knows and supports that during, you know, during during those uh, arguments. And I think if you're mad about, you know, not impeaching before Christmas, I think it's because Trump maybe wants you to be. But I think that's their goal with the hearing yesterday. Um All the cases have been fast-tracked by at least three months, and we're going to get those findings sooner rather than later. The GOP will certainly argue that we can't impeach during an election year, but fuck you, yes we can. Uh, Don't forget they tried that tactic with Merrick Garland and succeeded. And if we impeach now, and by impeach I mean draft articles, vote in the judiciary, then vote in the full House. If we do that now, 100% Trump won't be removed by the Senate. No chance at all. Uh, If we wait like 12 weeks and get the tax crap and Mueller stuff, um, the chances increase. It's probably still very low chances, but they increase. In either case, um, while I've disagreed with Pelosi in the past, uh, she's earned my trust, and whatever she decides will likely be the right way to go. Uh, But what I'm saying is I don't think Pelosi will hand this over to the Senate for a January trial. That's what my beans are on. I have no indication because mainstream media and everything else is telling us the opposite. Um, So that's actually a really weird out on a limb stance for me to have, but I have it. I think they'll vote on the articles in the judiciary on Ukraine and then wait until they get the reports from the other committees, including the Judiciary Committee, which is still investigating the Mueller obstruction, and then add those articles before they send it to the full House for the vote. That's where my beans are. Um, And if I'm wrong about that and they push these through and hand it off to the Senate by January, I'll have to trust Pelosi has some sort of trick up her sleeve or did it for a reason.
3: Has she said anything that makes it sound like she wouldn't wait for those reports from the other committees? Everything she said indicates she's waiting. Right. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Except for, you know,
0: this is urgent. We have to get this done fast. But she, you know, she Mm -hmm. everything else indicates that she's waiting for the. I call it the tax crap and the Mueller stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> tax crap tax and crap. Mueller stuff. Which can tax you re- crap,
2: though? Yeah, refresh my memory. What's the timeline on the tax crap? Well, we were talking like yeah. April, right? Yeah.
0: And what it's looking like is that these cases will be heard by the Supreme Court for to determine whether they'll grant the cert. Mm-hmm. Maybe in conference on December thirteenth. Mm-hmm. We'll know by December sixteenth. If not. The January 10th conference, uh, and the Supreme Court can also decide. Ah, you know what? We need another week. We're we're not going to rely on these two conferences. We're going to have a conference on December 17th or December 20th, and then we would learn on the 23rd because you usually they have a Friday conference and then they tell you what they're taking up and what they're not on on the following Monday. Um, and what that means is they could hear argument. They could first de- deny the certs. I don't think that they will. I think they'll hear these cases, but. You know, we'll see that that puts the timeline in January. We could hear the arguments in February and they could decide by March um, at the at the outside. The the announcements of what they've heard in that first term are in June, the June, July time mm-hmm. frame. So that's the latest. Yeah. So people who are like, this is going to push it past the election. It's absolutely impossible. Right.
3: Mm.
2: Well, I suppose at least by mid-January, we'll have a much, much, much better idea of how it's going to go. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And in fact, by December 13th, mm-hmm. we might know then. because if the if, you know, they like, don't hear it, what yeah. could happen is is they could, you know, they could say the Supreme Court's like, we're going to hear all these. We're going to hear them in January. Here's the schedule. Yeah. And Pelosi will go, ah, fuck it, we're not waiting. Or or, I mean, you know, we'll wait. It's coming in January. Or, you know, they might say, we're going to hear these in March. They, you know, depending on what they come out with December 13th or January 10th. Yeah. I, I say at least wait until January 10th on the outside of, you know, for to hear these, um, to see what the Supreme Court decides, if they're going to hear these cases at all.
2: Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. You know, it obviously it's urgent, but if this could be massively helped by just a number of weeks, just being a tiny bit more patient, I think that... Well, the other thing That's you have to sense. consider is, do we want him removed in the Senate?
3: He won't, the... he won't be removed in the Senate. There's no way he's Agreed. being removed in the Senate. Okay. Well, let's say we wait
0: for this extra evidence, and mm-hmm. it proves that he lied to Mueller uh, under oath, and it proves, you know, when he said he didn't have foreknowledge of WikiLeaks, and it proves that he had loans co-signed by Russia and that he's a complete tax fraudster. And let's say by for some miracle that actually... Changes, right, their mind. changes the Senate's yeah. mind do we even want him removed from office at this point because isn't he the easiest to defeat in November whatever Republican right. is running is going to cheat mm-hmm. it's not like Trump has a has it you know I'm the only one that cheats right. um, so it's you know we have to think about that too and that might be a political consideration that that the democrats are making do we even want him removed if that's the case if they want him impeached hardcore and don't want him removed then they can do the lawrence tribe i think it's lawrence tribe uh, john dean recommendation which Mm -hmm. is let's wait until january february get everything impeach him in march and then don't send it to the senate Mm
2: -hmm. fuck them well Mm -hmm. apparently they the senate the senate wants it to be taken up you know that's because they essentially want to put the trial on trial and do a scorched earth defense. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they they do. It gives them a chance to call Biden and Hunter Biden right. and, mm-hmm. and exactly. all these other witnesses that otherwise wouldn't have gotten a chance to get called. They want to call Adam Schiff. They want to call Nancy
2: Pelosi. So but if these fraud things come out, it could have even if even if the Senate doesn't vote to impeach him, we could have tipped the scale of public opinion by then with all the new information that comes out. My best case, Mm -hmm. my my dream scenario, Mm -hmm. my justice
0: porn, my impeachment porn (laughs) is that we wait until (laughs) March. We wait until we get to tax tax crap and Mueller stuff write up the articles of impeachment we have ukraine already done then we've got tax fraud then we've got emoluments if you want to throw that in there then we've got obstruction on the Mueller stuff and then you got lying uh, to congress mm-hmm. that's an actual federal fucking crime mm-hmm. and that's what bill clinton what was be. impeached for and then abuse of power we've got all these articles and a nice thing vote on them in march and then send it to the senate and the senate acquits then and then we use the fact that that Republican senators acquitted a liar, a proven documentary, proven liar. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And then we use that to flip the Senate in 2020 as well. That's my dream come true scenario.
3: Yeah. I mean, it would take away their talking point if the facts come out. And like you said, it's enough to sway public opinion to the point where it's overwhelming. So they can't say anything anymore. Like, you know, Nadler, what about when you were saying you can't impeach when there's not an overwhelming amount of public support for it? That argument goes away. And then, like you said, you have to start criticizing The Republicans for still staying on the side of lies. But my fear is that their base already just has in their brain a defense for anything. So they could just be like, yeah, well, you know, everyone lies. It's politics. Everyone's dirty. And then there you go. Poof. It's not a problem for them in their brain. I I totally get
2: your pessimism this week i really do it's been, <laughs> no genuinely i really I do know, i'm sorry yeah. no no I'm, 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 i i i really do I, I understand where you're coming from it's been enraging you know mm-hmm. but um i also think that like public opinion has been shifting and mm-hmm. like oh, um, that Turley guy, for example, even though he's a jackass, he was saying, like, I believe there's been wrongdoing here. There just isn't enough evidence. Yeah. So even even the guy that they brought out as the Republican. And he didn't
0: even really say there isn't enough evidence. He said, I want all the evidence. Right. Exactly. And that is the only viable argument the Republicans have mm-hmm. left is that you're going too fast. You haven't. Now, it's- exactly. There is enough evidence there to impeach him. But without. Following up with uh, Mulvaney and Bolton and Kupperman and, and and people who were in the room, yep. then it seems, you know, but you're right, Jordan, if we get all that and we get all their testimony, like, let's say the McGann case decides in January and we get to test, we get to hear their testimony in January. Uh, and, and who's to say they wouldn't continue to, you know, mm-hmm. um, stonewall, then what does that even get you that you don't already have? Right. And it does it persuade because all the republicans will just say but you didn't call hunter biden and you didn't call the whistleblower and Mm -hmm. you didn't call there will always be someone we didn't call and they'll never be satisfied with it but at least at that point the only viable argument i think that they have for reasonable people is you really should get mulvaney's testimony you really should get bolton's testimony just Mm -hmm. to wrap this up in a nice bow yeah
3: yeah and then not to be um not to be I totally I'll accept. Oh, be it. Be it. <laughs> no, Feel your feels. I totally accept and, uh, cannot defend my blatant pessimism this week, but I will say that in this particular instance, I don't even know if it's necessarily a negative thing, Mm -hmm. because back to the original question, if it really helps us for him to be removed in the Senate ultimately, it might be a good thing that they won't change their mind, Mm -hmm. and he won't be removed from the Senate, and then it will mobilize Democrats more to get him out for sure in the next election. Yeah, that's the Mm bomb-diggity thing, right? Like, first of
0: all, Senate acquits him, we're motivated against the Senate, Trump's still in office, we're voting against Trump. That's mm -hmm. the most motivated Democratic base you will ever see. Yeah, um, and I honestly can't think of a downside of waiting or an upside of impeaching by Christmas. You know, oh, it's urgent, it's urgent. But if you impeach now or you impeach in March, how do we stop cheating in 2020? By just, I mean the, the information is already in the public. Mm-hmm. There's no, an actual impeachment uh, of voting on the articles doesn't make it more public. It doesn't mm-hmm. stop it. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything. It just is mm-hmm. yeah
2: totally yeah
0: i get it's urgent but i haven't you know i don't know it could go either way mm-hmm. um, i've heard from very uh good sources that they will wait and i've yeah. heard from but the mainstream media is like nope it's happening it's yeah. happening they're gonna vote on articles of impeachment in the full house by december 20th so we'll see soon at least we'll know soon at least it wasn't with the muller she wrote um <laughs> god yeah <laughs> um <laughs> podcast we're like back in you know january of 2018 we're like
3: well, <laughs> how long is this thing going to go on?
0: <laughs> I bet I don't. You know, he's wrapping up by Thanksgiving. He's wrapping up by Christmas. No, mm-hmm. no, he's not. And we knew that, but we had no idea it was going to take to it. But 22 months was fast, but it was just very long mm-hmm. and drawn out before we got anything. And then when we got it, it was spun by by Bill Barr. It's just a mess. But um, I've also heard a couple of things I want to I clarify. I've heard that if we impeach him, he can't be pardoned. That's not true. If we impeach and remove him, he loses his pardon powers, but Mm -hmm. there's nothing in the Constitution that says he can't be pardoned by whoever takes over for him Mm -hmm. if impeached, but not removed. If we impeach him this month, he will 100% not be removed unless we file all new articles and have a whole new impeachment next year. I've also heard that if he's impeached, he can't run again. That is also not true. An impeached president can run again. An impeached and removed president can run again unless unless the Senate adds a modifier saying... He or she cannot hold any public trust, public office. Wow! Uh, in the future, Dude. and that has to be included in the Senate's decision if he's not to run again. Now, politically, it'd be real hard, right? But that there's nothing preventing uh, that either. That's my understanding of the Constitution. At least there, this is there is zero precedent for this. It's never even okay. been an opportunity or a possibility in our history. Yeah, he, he would though. He oh, would totally. run on a
2: like, I'm a victim, I'm gonna come back stronger and better than ever. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Speaking of which, I, I heard him today pulling the whole do Democrats really love our country? If they loved our country, they wouldn't be doing this. This is a serious question. And I was like, fuck you, dude. Nixon did that too. <sighs>
3: and
0: uh, I think Clinton did it. I mean, yeah. that's always just a thing. Yeah. That's so dumb. Just yeah. one of their dumb defenses that yeah. they're gonna it's just a political talking point. That's mm-hmm. yeah, just bullshit.
3: That is uh that is really dumb that the Senate would ever pass any articles uh, or ever convict a president and remove them and then not add that they can't run like who's going to change in four years people don't change in a lifetime dude well like 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 in 2010 they did
0: that with a judge they uh, adam schiff was the prosecutor and turley was the defense turley lost they impeached the judge 96 to 0 on one of the articles and the Senate put in the thing, and you can never have public office of any kind or a judgeship ever again. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. your face. Like, they put it that seems in like there. It like that would that go was...
3: without saying. But you would think. Yeah, but I get why it doesn't, I And guess. it's mentioned
0: in the Constitution that you must be impeached and removed from office uh, or, you know, and and you can't, you know, have a public office again. But it's, it's separated grammatically, which makes it so that you ha- would have to ha- like make that happen. Yeah. It's not default. You have to opt in for yeah. that
3: option. That would never be a thing in a regular workplace. Like, hey, sorry. No. Hey, you shit on my floor, so I'm firing <laughs> you. But you can come back next year when you don't have a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We'll impeach Trump.
0: Remove his butthole. <laughs> remove his stinker. And then he can come back and live in the White House like a, like a good skunk.
3: Oh, God. Gross. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a weird visual! I just had in my head of a Trump skunk with his Pepe stinker removed. <laughs> he was kind of rapey, Pepe Le Pew? I was just
3: gonna say he would to- if he had a pet in the White House. It, like that was a skunk, it would definitely be that. That one. is, yeah, that Pepe. is his. That is Pepe Le Pew's mo, right? Like there's a black yeah. cat, accidental
2: white paint stripe, rape. Not yep. to be like a, a total social justice warrior or anything, but like when you <laughs> when you watch like old cartoons like that. They do not understand consent. Oh, dude, when you watch 10-year-old cartoons, they do not understand anything. Yeah, yeah. Consent. Times have
0: changed rapidly. Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. That was like the anti-consent right there. (laughs) Yep. Not a good example. (laughs) Kids? (laughs) Kids, if you're watching Pepe Le Pew. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back with some Trump court filings today and a brief interview with our expert, Uncle Blazer. Stay with us. Hey everybody! It's Ag. This helping of daily beans is brought to you by Zola. I will never forget the day that my husband uh, asked me to marry him. He he put a ring in a cake, and I bit into it. Um, didn't give an answer because I had to go to the dentist, an emergency dentist. But after some laughing gas, I said yes. And uh, as, as stressful as that was, planning the wedding was even crazier. And I wish I knew about Zola. Zola makes wedding planning easy and less stressful uh, with wedding websites, registry, invites, and a guest list manager all in one place. All right there. Zola has a free wedding website design with hundreds of gorgeous designs for every style. With Zola, it's easy to create your site in minutes and cool features like... Uh, Let's see, online FAQ and an RSVP page, custom URL and password protection. So with the highest rated registry of all time, you can register for gifts, experiences, and honeymoon funds. Uh, Add gifts from other stores or sync existing registries to get all the benefits you and your guests want, like free shipping and returns, free and easy exchanges. You always exchange something. Price matching and group gifting. Shop your whole paper suite at Zola. From beautiful, affordable invites to save the dates and thank yous. All designed to match your wedding website. Customized with your own photos, wording, and more. They'll help you collect addresses and track online RSVPs with their free guest list manager. They'll even address your envelopes for free. Zola has helped one million couples get married and they'll help you too. Sign up at Zola.com dailybeans and use promo code PAPER30 to get 30% off your invites and paper order. That's Zola, Z O L A. .com/dailybeans and use promo code PAPER30. You'll be glad you did. All right everybody, welcome back. Before the break, we discussed the timeline on impeachment based on the outcome of five major cases that are currently moving their way through the courts. And in a related story, Trump had a deadline of noon today to appeal to the House Oversight Mazar's case with the Supreme Court. He did file that at the last minute and joining us today to discuss this filing and the ramifications and the stay filing in the Deutsche Bank cases, Uncle Blazer, welcome back. Hello again, A.G. So good to talk to you. Um, so Trump made it under the wire to file for an appeal with the Supreme Court in the House Oversight-Mazar's case. What does that mean for this case?
1: So he is requesting that the court take his case. Um, it is He does not have the right uh, to an appeal. He has to request that the Supreme Court take the case. So that's what this is. This is a petition for a writ of cert. So he's petitioning the court to take the case, and in doing so, he files a you know several hundred-page document um, laying out why he thinks the court should should take the case and and in fact find in his favor. And the court will uh, consider the uh, request for cert at um, a conference. We don't necessarily know what conference the Supreme Court will consider this at the. Uh, House will respond to uh, the request for cert. Um, And I have not seen anything saying how long the House has to file its response. I would assume that they're going to do it as quickly as they possibly can. I'm sure they've already worked it up, and they just need to address anything new that Trump threw into this draft that was just filed, or document that was just filed, and they should get their uh, paperwork in soon and uh, the next conference date is the 13th of December. So if all of the documents are on file with the court before then, the court should be able to take it up on the 13th. Although they don't have to do it.
0: Now I I read that the um, House has 14 days to reply. Um, I'm I, I 100% see it that they'll do it as soon as possible. But d- does Trump have a, a chance to respond to that reply, or
1: is it just one reply a piece? Yeah, he gets a he gets the final say. So he'll um, in in the uh, the um, other Mazar's case, the Manhattan DA Mazar's case, the uh, cert uh, filing was on a very tight schedule, um, with I think maybe seven days for a response and then two days for Trump's uh, final cert reply. Um, I have not seen a schedule for this. 14 days might just be the default number of days that you have um, under the Supreme Court's rules. And if they didn't lay out a, a different number of days, then that might be the the number of days that they have but i I would assume that the House is going to want to get there filing in as soon as possible to hopefully get this considered at the at the conference on the thirteenth
0: yeah because my understanding is that House has fourteen days they won't use that all, but then Trump has thirty uh, for a sir reply unless of course the court says. Uh, you know, p- puts together a faster schedule for that.
1: Yeah, that could be the case when when they issued the order uh, requiring Trump to file for cert by the fifth, they did not say anything in that order about the days, which I guess means it just defaults to the regular Supreme Court schedule for how long you have uh, to file. And if you say that's 14 followed by 30, I believe it, although Um, that sounds like a long time, but I I have not looked at those rules recently, so I don't know the answer off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, and in either case, they could probably uh, require it faster, and it definitely puts it under the wire for the January 10th conference. So we're still looking at a super fast-tracked case. Agreed. And then, of course, in addition, uh, the president's lawyers have said they will file an emergency request today uh, asking the court to temporarily stop Deutsche Bank and Capital One from handing over Trump's business and family financial records to the House. So tell us about that um, emergency request.
1: So on Monday, uh, the Second Circuit Court of Appeals issued its ruling in the Deutsche Bank case and required uh, that Trump seek a stay from the Supreme Court within seven days. And, And when I originally read that, I read that to mean that Trump had to file within seven days. But I went back and looked at it again. And really, if, if Trump doesn't actually receive a stay within seven days, then by my reading of the court's order, Deutsche Bank needs to turn over the documents. So rather than waiting until the 10th to file, it looks like Trump and his team have figured out they need to file sooner than that and hope to actually have the stay in place from the court by the 10th. In order to stop Deutsche Bank from handing over the documents, so that um, I, I saw an article today saying uh, what you just read that the, the Trump's legal team has said they're going to be filing their stay request today, and that makes sense. Um, that would uh, that would land um, at the Supreme Court, and they would have to issue an administrative stay that gets the case beyond uh, the December tenth deadline, or else Deutsche Bank is going to have to comply with, comply with the subpoena.
0: And you and I had talked offline a little bit um, about each circuit uh, court having a Supreme Court justice assigned to it. And those are that's the person that I guess makes these administrative stay determinations like they did in the Beryl Howell case. Uh, Or was it the McGann case? I'm losing track. But which justice is it that's assigned to the Second Circuit in this case? and, And why does that matter?
1: Well, stepping back, we'll remember um, in the House Mazar's case, there was an administrative stay issued by um, Justice Roberts, the chief justice of the court, um, back a few weeks ago, and kind of the whole world freaked out and said, oh my God, the Supreme Court has granted his stay request. Um, they ultimately did end up granting that stay request, but, but that administrative stay was put in place by the D.C. Circuit Justice, who is actually happens to be the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, John Roberts. He is the D.C. Circuit Justice, and so he issued the administrative stay that stayed it just long enough to allow uh, the the issue to be before the full court at a conference date, and then the full court decided whether to grant an actual stay um, to allow. Trump to file his writ of cert, which has just now happened in the Mazar's case. So now we're going through that same process in the Deutsche Bank case. And the uh, circuit justice for the Second Circuit is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So Ginsburg will be receiving this administ- this request for an administrative stay and will be the one to decide whether to grant it or not to allow it to be uh, deferred and heard at the next conference date of the court the court to then do what they did in Mazars, decide whether or not to grant a stay in in order for Trump to file for cert.
0: And before everyone gets really excited, do you really think that Ruth Bader Ginsburg would not issue an administrative stay in this case?
1: I find that very hard to believe. I mean, that would be undercutting the rest of the court. Um, I I don't think she would do that. I, I, I would say that if she does that, um, she must think that uh, that the full court would would for some reason uh, find in, in Trump's favor and so if she really wanted to derail the process, she could throw that monkey wrench and allow the Deutsche Bank subpoena to go through. She doesn't seem like the type of, of uh, judge who would do that but uh, you know whatever whatever RBG does is good with me so I, I fully anticipate that she will grant this administrative stay though. Well, we will know for sure by December 10th. We will. And, uh, and I think if uh, this stay request, if this administrative stay is put in place to allow uh, the, the full stay to be considered at the conference on December 13th, you could conceivably have all three of the big Supreme Court cases, the Manhattan DA Mazar's case, the House Mazar's case, and the House Deutsche Bank case, all before the court on December 13th. And if if they're inclined to deny cert in the Mazar's case, I would think they would also deny the stay request in the Deutsche Bank case because at that point they would have decided that they're, they're not buying Trump's arguments in the Mazar's case, case, which are virtually identical to his arguments in the Deutsche Bank case. So it's possible you could have a denial of cert and a denial of the stay request in the Deutsche Bank case both happen on December 13th. Now I'm of a mind that the the court is going to consider all three of these cases on their merits. Um, but it but it's entirely possible that if the if the court thinks these these cases have no merit, they could all be decided on the 13th. We would presumably hear that. Uh, result on uh, the following Monday morning, December 16th. And all three of these cases could conceivably be resolved against Trump on the 16th, on the 13th. And we find out about it on the 16th.
0: Yeah. And we would be remiss if we didn't mention that the conference dates of December 13th and January 10th are the suggested conference dates, the Supreme Court could decide, you know what, we need another week to think about all three of these cases and give themselves until December 19th or something like December 17th, something like that.
1: Exactly right. They, they, they have a lot of power to do what they want on their own schedule. They don't have to follow uh, these these scheduled conference dates and they don't always do it.
0: All right. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for giving us this quick up, quick update. We really appreciate it. And we, we hope to see you uh, this weekend for Mueller She Wrote so we can get a full-on update on everything that's going on
1: in these cases. All right. If you invite me, I'll be there. All
0: right. Thanks so much. And I, we really appreciate you, you taking the time and, and uh, talking to us here on, on, our, on our little podcasts. My pleasure. All right, thanks to Uncle Blazer. I, that guy's so rad. Um, in other court news, Trump has confirmed another unqualified judge. Yes, he has. Well, uh, Trump didn't confirm; he nominated. Right, him. You,
3: right, right, right. You'll tell us. He—he he, well, he's going to take all the credit for it, which is really, in a sense, all that matters. Um, <laughs> the name of the judge is Sarah Pitlick. I love this. Yeah, Pitlick. Yeah, sounds like a really inefficient way to get sweat out of your underarms. <laughs> Um, (laughs) I know some dudes that are into that (laughs) Um, but yeah the Senate confirmed her by a party line vote Tuesday with the exception of one person that was Susan Collins she voted against her She's in so much trouble. She's I know. probably gonna like stop saying that being she's a not dick. running. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, is she not Wait. running? No, I was gonna say she's. I thought you were gonna say she's probably gonna say she's not running.
0: Oh no, I just. I, she's just probably gonna make every decision. She's probably gonna start caucusing with the Democrats mm-hmm. f- between now
3: and election mm-hmm. if she still runs. Susan Collins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Sarah Pitlick, she's considered unfit for a couple of reasons, uh, and by multiple groups of people. One is unfit Pitlick. Yes. One is her. Just straight up inexperience in courtrooms, like lack of time in them, uh, and then the other is her just egregious records on women's rights. She is very staunchly not only is she anti-abortion, she's anti-surrogacy and uh, uh, anti-IVF. Yeah, she's not even for in vitro. How fucking weird is that?
0: Mm-hmm. That and is. She, she looks
3: young too. It's odd. Wouldn't I mean, not you... that that
0: really matters, but like,
3: but
4: isn't
0: like
3: creating life pro-life? Uh, maybe she thinks it's more like, a, you're playing God and leave that to God. Right. I'm sure that that's their, their yeah justification for that. But it's just so antithetical to all of their main arguments. Family values thing, right? Like yes. if you're a family
0: and the only way you can have a family is for, through in vitro fertilization. Yeah. You'd, think, you'd think that a family values, you know, we have to breed more people into our cult uh,
3: would be for, right. <laughs> for IVF. Well, fucking... Jesus was made by, like, a miracle zap. So there's a... a miracle zap. So, yeah. So there's, like, alternative ways that they definitely Jordan embrace. He calls the Immaculate
0: Conception the miracle zap.
2: <laughs> like, With scrubbing we'll- bubbles. <laughs> I have to say this in all seriousness yes. my level of knowledge about the Bible is so fucking lacking in yeah. comparison to I just study in so college many. that's
3: the only reason I even <sighs> know vaguely what no.
2: like when I, I I didn't grow up very religious and then mm-hmm. I realized I was queer at a really young age so I didn't take a whole lot of interest in the old Bible mm-hmm. but now as an adult I'm like I need to go and read that shit and learn a little more because I don't I'll like, get you a I wonder Bible for Christmas don't get a lot of, <laughs> like just, just
3: the as a kids the kids one
2: get you yeah, the kids wonder yeah,
3: Bible yeah. my I, parents made me read from that shit and they're not not even religious of course in the kids wonder bible they probably don't call it immaculate conception
0: either it's probably the miracles app yeah <laughs> they should have a comic book bible Pow! Su-
2: <laughs> my mom sent us to this like so low income like church camp when i was a kid uh-huh. because they were paying for the church was paying right, right, for right. it and we got there and it's and a good time to my, have heard yeah my <laughs> My sisters and I were like, We don't own any Bibles, and they like hauled us into the office of the church camp and we're like, We have some for your family. Here you Aww. go. Um, but That's yeah. Nice. But like I got there and I was like, Is this a church Ray, camp?
0: I when ha- someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> you're like, a church camp and someone asks you if you
2: have a Bible, you say yes. My mom was like, My mom was like, Oh, and if I can get rid of my kids for a couple of weeks, and so I'm <laughs> off to this church camp. And I get there and I was like, We don't even own a Bible. And they were like, Oh shit, why are you here? <laughs> you my <laughs> Oh, that you is know. so funny. But I don't feel bad <laughs> a- because they were Salvation Army and Salvation Army. Oh, hates gay people anti-LGBTQ.
0: Play. Remember that when you see the the Salvation Army red bucket yeah. people. Yeah.
2: Ugh. So
3: it's a fun little story about my childhood for you. Sorry, Jordan. Yeah. That's funny. No, that no, that's funny. I just all the, the Christian camps seemed so fun that, the like all the Christian camps like Young yeah. Life was a really big thing for. Have you heard of that? Young no. Life. No. It's just like it's like a fraternity for Jesus. No, basically. but I can
0: imagine their theme song.
3: Yeah <laughs> What is it? New, 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 new Young life <laughs> Gonna hang out in canoes Basically They looked like they had the best time They went on these trips to Catalina Island and shit And they like Fucking making out Tell you what Band camp was real And uh, science camp Yeah yeah. Oh, yeah Those all
0: sound Camps are just great Anyhow I'm so <laughs> sorry <laughs> Miracle Zap Yes So okay. she's against Miracle Zap
3: Yeah She's against Miracle Zap She's against abortion <laughs> Surrogacy And IVF uh, fucking crazy, but she's gonna be a judge. <laughs> she's gonna be a federal judge in the U.S. District Court in St. Louis. She's never even tried a case, right? She has it's just nuts. She has like, hardly any courtroom experience. Um, but and she's also a member of the Federalist Society. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where do they
0: get that? Don't they even have anyone who graduated oh, that maybe tried a case and isn't batshit insane? It doesn't seem like it because they have that Menashi guy mm-hmm. who thinks that you know. Culturally, everyone has to be a man and white in order for shit to go forward. And, and just like the nutsoest soist bullshit. I and mean, they've never tried to... Ca- How do you...
3: Never mind. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's just
0: this whole... It's a McConnell thing. They've been doing it since forever. Mm-hmm. Since the family, if you've ever seen that. Their whole goal is to just pack the courts. They yep. just recently flipped um, the Second Circuit, which is New York, Connecticut, Vermont, I think, to... Mm. Uh, have a majority of conservative judges. Now, granted, only 5 of them are or 4 or 5 of them are Trump judges. Uh but because there's a lot of GW and and Bush uh, uh judges on there too. And they uh, you know, they're 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 cool. They they've been ruling properly.
3: I really hope the Democrats start like doing that more. Just single issue kind of thing in Congress. Yeah, well Obviously what I wanted to do is to get up there
0: about, but... and amend, get get in, get in the White House, take the Senate take the friggin' um, house, keep the house, and, and just start expanding the courts. We're going to go from 11 to 15 judges, and, and in the Supreme Court we're going to go bigger. We're going to have 13 judges, and then just a, a point, a point, a point, and get everybody in there, and then just be the, like, totally.
3: Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can't expand the courts. We just fucking did. Yep. Although I think in order to do that you might need a two-thirds vote in the Senate. Off to look it up, but, which we can't mathematically get this time around. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you Mm -hmm. for that disappointing news. Uh, (laughs) Pitlick. We'll be right back with uh, an (laughs) ethics probe into Attorney General Bill Barr. And Matthew fucking Whitaker is back in the news. Stay with us. Hey, everybody. It's AG. This order of Daily Beans is brought to you by the good people at Upstart. My Uncle Mac, or as we call him, Blackjack Mac. Uh, would be the first to tell you it can be hard to get out of debt when your credit score is less than awesome. Sorry, Uncle Mac. But thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score. They offer smarter interest rates to help you pay off higher interest credit card debts. Um, Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness, which I love. And they actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smart interest rate. Upstart makes the process super fast and super easy. You can check your rate in just a few minutes. It won't hit your credit. doesn't affect your credit. And once you're approved, most people get their funds the very next day. Over 300,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Uh, I know Uncle Blackjack Mac uh, could use help with his—he calls them student loans. Uh, <laughs> you can free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. So, see why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry to Upstart.com/slash/DailyBeans to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes, and it will not. Affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash dailybeans. You'll be glad you did. All right, everybody, welcome back. We have a new investigation into Bill Barr. What's happening?
3: Yeah, two U.S. senators are calling for an ethics investigation into Bill Barr. The two are Ron Wyden of Oregon and Patrick Leahy of Vermont. And even though there's a number of things we could conceivably think Barr should be investigated for, the reason that these senators are citing is Barr's decision to approve an illegal mass surveillance program that was conducted by the DEA and it's a program that started in 1992 so it's like an old ass thing started in 92 spanned 20 years they collected billions and billions of phone records not billions and billions just billions well I mean I guess billions and billions is the same as saying billions isn't it I think so yeah billions and billions of documents you could say billions like 10 times it's still just billions exactly wow that's funny Okay, so <laughs> collected billions and billions of phone records and documents, uh, and they obtained those records through subpoenas that were never reviewed by a judge, even. So, oh, but that's isn't the he crux like, of this. Uh, All
0: mad about uh, surveillance on Carter Page,
3: for example. Yeah. Or? Yes, selective surveillance morality there. More. Uh, the letter reads. Quote, Mr. Barr's authorization of this sweeping surveillance program without requiring, at minimum, an appropriate legal analysis was not consistent with his oath to support and defend the Constitution, and it likely amounted to professional misconduct. Attorney General Barr knew, or should have known, that neither statutory law nor federal case law permitted the DEA to sweep up in bulk Billions of records of Americans' telephone communications. We write to ask that you open an investigation into uh, into the authorization of this recently disclosed illegal bulk surveillance program that collected billions of records of Americans' telephone calls without conducting any legal analysis of the program. Yeah, normally, and you'll remember this if you listened
0: to us do uh, the book review on. I think it was Comey, a higher loyalty when when he talked about the Stellar Wind program which was the CIA um questionable interrogation techniques and you have to have, like in that, you had to have the Office of Legal Counsel or the White House Counsel write up, draft a memo saying this is legal. Mm-hmm. Just like when Trump, mm. after he withheld the aid for Ukraine, had to go to the Legal Counsel, Office of Legal Counsel at Office of Management and Budget and get them to write something up that says it was legal. Yeah. And two people resigned. This is the same kind of situation. And and he he never actually, I guess, even requested right. uh, an even analysis of the legality of this sort of massive, like, scoop up of our private stuff. Yeah. And this all, 1992, it began. This I, I'm assuming is on the heels of Nancy Reagan's uh, "Just Say No" yes, campaign, God. which then morphed into the war on drugs, uh, which drugs won, by the way, they mm-hmm. won, they won that very much so. Have five drugs, and uh, so that's kind of, I think, that's just amazing that that it's coming up now, mm-hmm. you know?
3: Yeah, yeah. They did say that it was recently disclosed, so I guess it's just one of those things that you know you. Just got swept under the rug over time. I know. You know what I bet it is? Is that you remember when, do you remember when the Senate
0: requested all of the documents? Kavanaugh's. from From uh, Barr and Kavanaugh mm-hmm. all the way back to the day. And they were like, no, you can't have, you can have these and you can't have those. think, And then they were just sort of slow rolling them. Mm-hmm. Maybe they got that in that. Oh, yeah. They've been reviewing them as they've come in and then yeah. they found this thing and have decided to do an ethics investigation. Into yeah,
3: because I know... Um, I jutted in with Kavanaugh because it was reminiscent to me of one of the questions he was getting asked to answer for his conduct that was from forever ago. Right. Those um, uh, emails that were stolen uh, in DNC. appointing judges. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. And he was like, I didn't know they were stolen. Yes. I was going to say DNC. LOL. <clears throat> All over again, the same thing happens. <laughs> right. But yes, that's what it was. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens mm-hmm. with that. I don't know. It's interesting. It is. So I guess if it's an ethics investigation, does that mean I didn't find this out. I should have. Sorry. What committee? Is that a committee investigation then?
0: There is, I think, an ethics committee. Um, there might be a specific ethics committee for the Department of Justice. There's like a group of ethics professionals within the Department of Justice that might be conducting it. I don't mm-hmm. know who they filed it with, but... It was with the DOJ. Then it's, yeah, the yeah. DOJ Ethics um, Office. And and then they would do that sort of... It's like the Inspector General, but an ethics group. Got it. And um, and so then what would happen is is if they found anything criminal, they would make a criminal referral to the Department of Justice which is
3: weird right
0: Uh, and so and then they would report back to if if Senate is asking this ethics department to do the investigation they would presumably report back um, to the Senate now of course this ethics department is within the Department of Justice so Mm -hmm. interesting yeah we'll see what happens right probably not a lot (laughs) yeah he's really good at burying stuff his name yes all right. Well, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a judge has ordered the release of Matthew fucking Whitaker's financial documents. A federal judge has rejected the Department of Justice's request to keep Big Dick Toilet Wine's <laughs> financial disclosures from from forms a secret. They wanted to keep these financial forms a secret. This comes from another FOIA lawsuit filed by BuzzFeed. High five, BuzzFeed. Um, The judge, Trevor McFadden, uh, ruled Wednesday that Hot Tub Crime Machine's draft financial disclosures forms are ineligible for protection under an exemption protecting the confidentiality of policymaking debates. Quote, the court is unpersuaded by your bullshit deliberative process argument. <laughs> I, I, I pulled a shift just then, did you? <laughs> oh, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, Whitaker's draft forms do not bear the mark of the deliberative process. Um, because BuzzFeed isn't looking for emails and communications, they're just looking for the forms. So there's no deliberative process that, that they're protected under, it's just the forms. The judge did allow the Justice Department to delete any info that didn't make it to the final report, but any omissions will be evident from the the drafts and any inaccurate there's seven drafts (laughs) of his financial disclosure and any inaccurate or incomplete details that were later changed will be left in the new version according to josh gerstein at politico Uh, whitaker was uh, required to submit financial disclosure forms soon after he became jeff sessions chief of staff but due to an administrative error his disclosure was not processed by the justice ethics officials until a year later uh, that's after Schitaker was named by Trump as the acting attorney general after he canned Sessions. So that's a failure of the ethics officials. It might have never made it to the Justice Department Ethics Office. And if it did and they sat on it on purpose, I question their ability to investigate what you were just talking about, the, the mass surveillance program. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it did make it and they had that actual administrative error like they didn't know it was there again incompetence I, mm-hmm. I just don't see it's not a good look either way
3: no it is not
0: all right it's time to play Where in the world is- Rudy giuliani. all right thursday we learned that giuliani uh is in kiev now yesterday you reported he was in budapest Uh, He's in Kyiv now with his entourage of conspiracy theorists during a surprise visit today, much to the chagrin of Zelensky's office. (laughs) Everyone's like, what the shit? Somebody was like, oh, shit, what's he doing here? Somebody actually posted that. (laughs) Uh, An official said Zelensky was caught off guard by Giuliani's arrival, only learning about it from the media, and says there are zero official meetings with him on the books, everyone, just so you know. Giuliani flew from Budapest to uh, Kyiv Wednesday on the low-cost
2: airline Wizz Air. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's having a field day with that
3: on Twitter I know. <laughs>
0: no
2: <laughs> Whi air I haven't even flown with air when I was living in Europe I thought about flying with air a few times but I the reviews were so horrific You've I was heard like, of Whiz air yeah, I have and I've like and I've considered flying it before because I've flown like Ryanair and other budget airlines in Europe but Ryan. At, yeah, there's an airline that's really popular. Um Ryan. Ryanair. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Some it's, guy named Ryan's all. I can no, be yeah. Bomb air. A,
2: like a based on like a last name. It's like an Irish airline. Oh, I'd like to okay. thank me for flying me airlines. <laughs> you know, right. No, but I I've read reviews of it and thought I'm not fucking flying wizard That looks shitty. Uh, not flying yeah, air. airline. Air but so- The fact that Rudy Giuliani did and I wouldn't even do it. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Sorry, that's go funny. ahead.
3: No, no it's okay, I'm sorry. Um I was just gonna say wizard Air sounds like something a like a white parent says to try to sound Oh, cool. Yeah. Whiz Air. Never gonna happen. What's up, Whiz Air?
0: Stop trying up, to make Whiz Air happen. <laughs> gretchen Wieners. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> Whiz Air. It's like our Spirit Airlines. Is yes that is, Or
2: right? like a like a name for a pair of sneakers or something. Yeah.
3: Like totally. A whiz-air. Whiz-air.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like you wanted Jordans and you got Whiz Airs instead. Yeah. You're
3: like, damn it. <laughs> that's what Kushner wears when he's doing Wall Warlock stuff. <laughs> Whiz Airs. <laughs> Wall Warlock Whiz Airs. <laughs> <laughs> they like light up. They have the LEDs. On the- <laughs> That's a title you get if you can climb the wall. <laughs>
0: Um. Uh, so, anyway, he <laughs> was there. He was traveling. Well, he was there. I think he was in Budapest with Luts- Lutsenko uh-huh. and the host of that documentary on OANN. I can't remember her name. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, he's expected to meet with Shokin and Kulik uh, while he's in Kiev. And he also met with a guy named Durkach, a shady Ukrainian lawmaker who was once a member of Yanukovych's party of regions. Durkach, who graduated from an academy run by the KGB, posted pics on Facebook of the two of them meeting at an undisclosed location. Derkacz says he has proof Burisma had paid Biden himself uh, for lobbying uh, and said he told Giuliani about sending letters soliciting, soliciting support from Lindsey Graham, Devin Nunes and Mick Mulvaney. Uh, We will keep you posted as the story develops. But that is where Rudy Giuliani is. Thanks for playing. All right. Uh, We'll be right back with a uh, um, story about a cutback on snap and some schadenfreude to make you feel better after that terrible story. So stick around. Hey everybody, it's AG. To me, the best part of the holidays is reconnecting with family and sharing stories and reliving moments together. But preserving these memories can be difficult and cumbersome. That's why I decided to give my mom the most meaningful gift last year. I got her StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones tell the story of their lives through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal experiences. Every week, StoryWorth emails your family member a different story prompt like... What have been some of your life's greatest surprises, or what's one of the riskiest things you've ever done? And after one year, Storyworth will compile every answered question and photo you choose to include into a beautiful keepsake book that is shipped for free. And that's where I'm at this year. So I I, I signed my mom up last year, and now I, I'm going to get the book. Uh, I love that. I, it's just such a great gift. My favorite is that Storyworth comes up with unique questions I would have never thought to ask, and they make it fun and easy to connect with family in a meaningful way. You never know what family history Storyworth will uncover. Preserve and pass on memories with Storyworth, the most meaningful gift for your family. Sign up today by going to storyworth.com/dailybeans. You'll get $20 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com/dailybeans
3: for $20 off. You'll be glad you did.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, We have a uh, story now that makes me really mad. Jordan?
3: Yeah. So Trump's planning to institute a pretty drastic change to the SNAP program. Uh, SNAP stands for Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, so food stamps, basically. Uh, Essentially, they're instituting a work requirement that will cause what's currently being estimated as 700,000 Americans losing SNAP coverage, which is awful, and a huge assault on the working class, on underserved communities on anybody that's trying to get on their feet again, basically. Uh, It's a USDA rule change. It's going into effect April 1st, and it specifically relates to the demographic of people between the ages of 18 and 49 who don't have children and are not disabled, so that's the specific demographic. Um, Currently... That demographic is required to work at least 20 hours a week for more than three months over a three-year period to qualify for SNAP. But a lot of states have been able to issue waivers for areas that have super high unemployment numbers. But this change is basically going to limit states' ability to do that. Um, And the only states that are going to – or areas that are going to be allowed to do that are ones that have an unemployment rate of 6% or higher everybody else is going to have to just get off food stamps.
0: Oh, my God.
3: Yeah. It's really... The national unemployment rate in October was 3.6%, so they're setting 6% as that threshold for saying that that's just too much of a difference, apparently. And Uh, that everyone in that city, apparently, must
0: be doing well if their unemployment rate is low?
3: Right. Basically, yeah. Just punishing punishing people living in a certain reality in a state that doesn't have as bad of an unemployment rate oh um but mostly punishing and like 700,000 I've heard is a conservative estimate there's estimates that are in the upwards of millions of people that are going to lose that and so they decide by the state unemployment rate i it said areas so <laughs> areas whatever yeah let me see The new rule would limit states from waiving those standards, instead restricting their use to those areas that have a 6% unemployment rate or higher. So that makes me feel like it's like a district sort of thing. Okay. Because I was going to say
0: California is, I think, like a 4%, yeah, 4% unemployment rate. So if he was doing it by state, you know, it would just disqualify the entire state. But it sounds like the state gets to determine the... i Yeah, have to look at yeah, that. Well, weird I thing.
3: I, 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 Maybe it's just by city or like county or something or...
0: District or... I mean, there's a million ways you yeah, could do it. Yeah,
2: split it yeah. up. Also, these economists' calculations of what the unemployment rate is or what the economy looks like is frustrating considering we live in a time of gig economy and no job security and people working multiple jobs. It's, yeah. Even if there are jobs available, they're not secure. And um, yeah, that's what Purdue has been saying. You know, the economy is booming. And so this is this is going to save us a lot of money and you know this is designed for people to be more self-sufficient but the way that the way that these conservative economists calculate this stuff is mm-hmm. not based on human rights or living standards or like what people actually deserve yeah. it's based on bullshit mm-hmm.
3: yeah
0: not- and, you know it just occurred to me this could actually be punishment for fair district maps yeah um because yeah. if you think about like when Um, Democrats win gerrymandering cases and they get nonpartisan districts drawn up which give a good even amount of all sorts of different demographics Mm -hmm. and class variations cetera. Mm. if because you used to be like if the Republicans draw the lines it's all super rich white people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then if you make it more diverse and you bring in more disenfranchised people you lower your unemployment rate you could lose your food stamps for that area it might be an incentive against
3: fair districting Mm, god yeah, that's shitty to think about. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of facets of this that are. Because poor people tend to vote Democrat. Up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and I know, too, they are using language saying that this is also to be fair to the American taxpayer so they don't feel like their money is just going to people that aren't trying to get work. And it's just so. <laughs> like all the money that we paid that went to rich people this time around. Right. Of, okay. Well, and it's like, yes, because humans love living in squalor. That's something yeah. they strive for. They strive to not provide the childhood they wish they could provide to their kids. People love it when their kids are hunger challenged. Right. Yeah, it's just... Not to mention the fact that 20 hours... Correct me if I'm wrong, please, because I totally could be, but aren't there certain, like, labor... Laws that make it so you have to start providing certain benefits once a person person works like a certain amount of hours, yeah, usually. so like a lot of jobs are disincentivized for even allowing someone to work a certain amount of hours when it's like a part-time job situation, yeah,
0: and they yeah, they already do that based on that, yeah, um, right. And so now you have an additional incentive decentivization decentivizing
2: mm-hmm. decentivized, decentivized to yeah. do
0: that,
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, this is gonna it's gonna hurt a lot of people. And um, there's a quote here from Stacey Dean, who is the vice president of food assistance policy for the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. That's a mouthful. Um, She said, this change really weakens, really weakens SNAP's ability to assist the unemployed during economic downturn. So Mm -hmm. it's going to make it harder in future for then states to get those waivers if things are, you know, if there's an economic downturn in their state. Mm -hmm. And there have been a lot of indicators that we could be headed for an economic downturn. Mm -hmm. So,
3: yeah, it's really sad. I know that there's a lot of local food pantries, too, and stuff that I'm sure will continue to thrive and hopefully will get even more support as this gets instituted. But it's just going to put such a huge burden on not only the individual, but also the communities around them that might be, you know, I mean, every single facet of their community, everyone that's Mm -hmm. struggling, everyone that's maybe not struggling themselves, but devotes resources in their life to helping their community. It's just... And Trump fucked charities, too,
0: by making it making the donation tax write-off um less so mm-hmm. by by uh stifling that so because charities have been in trouble since that tax bill passed already mm-hmm. and and so just um give a little extra especially this holiday season um i know we do a neighborhood blankie drive just go around and pick up people's blankets and then we just go down to the village east village mm-hmm. and hand them out um keep keep some extra blankets and jackets in your car and and yeah. food and and um, there's a lot of food banks around you can yeah. volunteer at.
2: Also, quick tiny little tangent here. Speaking of food stamps, I just I've been learning a lot about food deserts recently, and like what a lot of um, low-income people uh, face who use food stamps. There's in their neighborhoods and in their areas in a lot of cities across the country. They don't have access to grocery stores that accept food stamps mm-hmm. or they're like a 90 minute bus ride away mm-hmm. or something. And so that's like a really huge challenge. And so I've been learning a lot about the importance of supporting farmers markets and f- uh, food growing or urban food initiatives in, in yeah, more low income. Stuff. Yeah. In low income areas of that your, accepts your city. Snap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and donating some money or at least supporting them in some way, because mm-hmm. um, that's going to be really crucial for a lot of people who are. And now they'll have to consider what area am I
0: in and is it it, uh, under a 6% unemployment Mm -hmm. rate or uh, above a 6% unemployment rate.
3: Right. Yeah, and then then it's like if people can't even depend on getting the sustenance that they need nutritionally to continue on, honestly, because it's as cut and dry as that is, you fucking need food, Mm -hmm. are they going to have to now... Put money on credit or something to like go and move to an area that has an unemployment rate that can accommodate their needs it's like the whole thing just creates so many so many problems that we could are...
0: actually have food refugees
3: yeah right that's fucking terrifying food refugees because they're in an area that is supposedly doing better where arbitrary number is, tr- is chosen yeah
0: Well, it's really, really, really shitty. Sufficiently pissed me off. So to counteract that, it's time for some schadenfreude.
4: Schadenfreude.
0: All right. Nancy Pelosi clapped back after her announcement that the House will start drafting impeachment articles when a reporter asked her if she hated Trump. Uh, Before we get to the clip, do you guys see this today? Mm -hmm. Uh, I want you to know who the reporter was that she was yelling at. Uh, Yelling is a strong term that she was clapping back at. Um, put in his place. His name is James Rosen, and in January 2018, he was ousted from his job at the Fox News Chief Washington Correspondent position after 18 years for an established pattern of flirting aggressively with peers and making unwanted sexual advances toward three female Fox News journalists. For for Ailes and Murdoch to fire you for sexual stuff? That's not good. Uh, He was also investigated by the Justice Department as a co-conspirator to espionage. You can find that in the Washington Post. He now works for Sinclair. So... I want you to hear this clip of him asking Pelosi if she hates Trump. It's a little hard to hear in the beginning, but she ends up getting on the mic. So let's listen to the clip.
4: Do you hate the president, Madam Speaker? I don't, I don't Collins, hate anybody. Representative Cole is 65. don't hate anybody, not anybody in the world. So don't, don't hate Trump. I did and not he, accuse you. I asked a question. And, and Representative uh, Collins yesterday suggested that the Democrats are doing this simply because they don't like the guy. I no, nothing to do with. It. Let me just say this. I think the president. I forward. think the president is a coward when it comes to helping uh, our, our kids who are afraid of gun violence. I think he is cruel when he doesn't deal with the, the, helping our dreamers. Though, of which we're very proud. I think he's in denial about the constitu- about the uh, climate crisis. However, that's about the election. This is about the elect. Take it up in the election. This is about the Constitution of the United States and the facts that lead to the president's violation of his oath of office. And as a Catholic, I resent your using the word hate in a sentence that addresses me. I don't hate anyone. I was raised in a way that is full, a heart full of love and always prayed for the president. And I still pray for the president. I pray for the president all the time. So don't mess with me when it comes to words like that.
0: All right. So happy schadenfreude to you all. I hope that that lifted your spirits a little bit. Any final thoughts? (laughs)
3: Um, No Not really No None from you Oh actually yes I've been meaning to say thank you to the person who sent us these really cool
2: coasters Yes I was going to mention that on Nick's uh, Muller wrote. But ah, since you are holding perfect. it right now Yes From yes. Uh, Tamara Beacham. Yay Yeah We'll share thank a picture you of them so on social much. media They're really pretty and really well done We got these really sweet handmade ceramic Muller um, uh Coasters yeah. And we love getting cool shit from our fans. Yeah, they're very pretty. I'm using yeah. it right now. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Yes. If you want to send us any cool shit or just a thank you note or just a fuck yeah. you note, whatever <laughs> the note is. Our
2: <laughs> address is on our website. Yeah. Address is on the
0: website oh, at mullershawrote.com or thedailybeans.com. Dailybeanspod. Dailybeanspod.com. I can never get it right. Yeah. Anyhow, I don't have any other final thoughts other than just thank you all so much and... um uh, it's it's The news is crazy, and I know it. And uh, if you need to take a break, take a break. We'll be here when you get back. Mm-hmm. Okay? Absolutely. So please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of your mental health and take care of the planet. I've been A.G. I've been Jordan Coburn. I've been Amanda Reeder. And them's the beans.